Welcome back to another episode of the All Things Reality Podcast. My name's Laith, and I'm joined here with my co-host Champagne, and today we're going to be switching things up a little bit with a different kind of episode. So Champagne, what are we going to be talking about today? So with Survivor off the air as long as it's been, we're going to be talking about our ideas for future Survivor themes that we want to see and a couple that we don't want to see. We took inspiration from the internet and from other reality shows that we like to watch. Yeah, so this episode was actually inspired by a YouTube video from the Meridian Review. He's one of my favorite YouTubers to go to for Survivor and Big Brother content, so make sure you go check him out. We will leave the link to that video that inspired this podcast episode in the description. Laith is our main Survivor fanatic here at the All Things Reality podcast. So Laith, get us started. What is your favorite theme that you want to see? All right, so for my first pitch, I'm thinking about doing another blood versus water season, but this time switching it up and making it a secret blood versus water season. So instead of before when the pairs pulled up together and everyone kind of knew exactly who was each other's pairs, you drop people into the island on separate tribes and people don't know who the other people's loved ones are. It's like a cool, fun twist. And then that way, as a little element of drama and another element of strategy that we wouldn't see otherwise. So this reminds me just like season six of Big Brother. So everybody in that cast actually had a secret pairing, but nobody knew about it. And nobody knew about it for weeks until Julie Chen was like, hey, the twist is everybody here is coupled up with someone, either a friend, a roommate, a lover. And so this as Survivor, I think would be awesome. Like this element of surprise and not knowing just constant paranoia so i'm absolutely loving this idea yeah and then also i just i think it would just add something extra i I love blood versus water i know a lot of people are very critical of it probably just because the second one kind of lacked the advanced strategy besides natalie anderson's big moves however i think it could really be interesting to watch as a viewer because the producers could throw in twists they could have like because some people might assume things, you know, some people, just because two people are the same race and they kind of ish look similar, people might assume that they're siblings, but you could switch things up, maybe have biracial couples that would kind of throw people off because they wouldn't know. It'd be a little bit confusing. It'd be harder to put two and two together as to who is related to who, which I think would be so interesting to see. No, I absolutely love the idea. I think it'd be so much fun to watch. Yeah, and so staying within the same realm of blood versus water, I was thinking maybe doing a blood versus water with three tribes instead of just two. So each tribe would have another family member, and I think this would really help to avoid getting to the merge and having just a group of people who don't have loved ones together, because I feel like that happened in the last season where... It was the groups of people that had loved ones together kind of made this big alliance that kind of dominated everyone else. And then in the first season, it was the opposite where the people who didn't have loved ones band together to take out the other people who did have loved ones. So I think it'd be interesting to see what would happen because I feel like you might get to emerge and everyone has a loved one. So it'd be interesting to see the even playing field play out. No, I agree as well. I think it would be more even because you know you see with the strategy we were like oh we don't have a pairing let's pair together or hey let's stick to the end and let's get out everyone else yeah adding that third person it could be you know a mom daughter father or it could be three like set of triplets i think that could be extremely interesting to see how the whole dynamic pans out 
Yeah, so I really like that idea as well. So Champagne, what else? What's your idea? What's your first pick? So kind of going off the blood versus water season, I thought of maybe just like a lovers at war season. And, you know, we saw in blood versus water, it was siblings, it was mother, daughter, father, daughter, father, son. But in lovers at war, it would be new couples, engaged couples, married couples. We'd have a just a wide variety of new players coming in together and really just testing their balance and testing if they can trust each other. I think it's so interesting just to see them in a more competitive area, seeing how they work well. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good idea because in the past, father-daughter or mother-son, those kind of pairings, those are bonded for life that's legit blood, you know? But we've seen people, we've seen couples on blood versus water, and it's interesting to see that dynamic play out. So on a season that is kind of blood versus water, but just couples, it'd be really cool to see how that might play out. Because if you like a newer couple, they might not be on the same page, whereas an older couple might be sick of each other because they've been married for 50 years. So you don't know how that could play out, and that'd be really interesting to watch. I think with lovers at war, it would be more drama because like you said it's not like an actual blood it's a we love each other but does this make or break our relationship i think it would just bring a whole nother aspect of just drama yeah because we saw in the first blood versus water sierra voted out her mom that was like a huge thing that's i think it's a little bit overhyped so it'd be crazy if we saw someone vote out their their significant other that would cause an insane I, th- I would go crazy if I saw someone vote out their their wife or their boyfriend or their girlfriend you know that'd be crazy to see exactly like oh my gosh I can't believe that even happened I haven't even seen that season but that's crazy to me and you would think that the couples would stay together but like you said what if they get sick of each other what if they want to vote each other off you know it's just a whole new sneaky manipulative game and it's like actual feelings are involved so I just I think it'd be a good overall season, very dramatic. Would love to see it on another season. Yeah, exactly. And another point that I have towards this, actually, in the second Blood vs. Water, we saw Kelly Wentworth. She got voted out pre-merge because of her father. And she came back into two seasons after that. And she's now seen as one of the, the most legendary Survivor players to ever play the game. So it's really interesting that her game was cut short because of her family member. And she said in interviews that she kind of wishes that she had turned on her dad and voted him out. So maybe we'll see people that turn on their own loved ones because they need to get further in the game. So I would love to see that. But moving forward, Another one would be first boots. I know that's kind of like a lost chance this season. It doesn't have to be solely first boots. It could be people that couldn't survive the first tribal council or people that couldn't make it past the merge. You know, I think it'd be interesting because as I just said with Kelly Wentworth, she was someone who went home pre-merge her first time, but then she came back and kind of dominated everyone else. And then on the opposite spectrum, you saw Francesca return and she became the first ever two-time first boot. So it'd be interesting to see the people that have potential to do well in the game who kind of just lost it you know like the first boot from world depart chicken from china uh, pat from david versus goliath you never know the people that we might see come back and kind of take on something that they miss out on and that missed opportunity right and like in big brother we also saw the first boot of season 21 david and i felt like he was not meant to be on all stars but i feel like because we all want to root for the underdog that he was put on all stars so i feel like a first boot season is just really one for the underdogs and i feel like we all secretly root for them 
I don't know. I think that'd be a good idea. I think good redemption. And I think being the first boot, you want it even more to make it further. And you kind of reflect on your game and you think, how can I make my game better? And you see their strategy either stay the same or change. And it'd be interesting to see out of all the first boots, who would make it the furthest and who would get second boot again. Exactly. And I actually, I can't believe I forgot to mention her last time, but I would kill to see Reem get a second chance. She is someone who was voted out first, but then she went onto the edge of extinction and was there for what, 34, 35 days by herself at first. So, and she became a fan favorite, probably the biggest fan favorite of any first boot. So she's someone who I would love to see get that second chance. And I think she could go far. All right. So moving on to our next pick, I was thinking about doing Survivor the Mole. I know they previously did this in Big Brother, but it's basically one person on each tribe is a mole and they're purposely there to mess up other people's games or maybe mess up the tribe. We've seen people who have made themselves a saboteur. You saw Russell who would throw socks in the fire to mess up his own tribe. So it'd be really interesting to see someone who was put there by production to kind of mess the game. The only downside about this one is that you might get people who kind of get screwed by this, people who get voted out, who would have otherwise played a really good survivor game that were screwed over by the mole. Um, but I think it, it could be an interesting idea to see. Absolutely, I agree. I can see where people would get the controversy of, well, this person should have stayed in longer, but every season has a twist. Every season has their moments. And in Big Brother, season 12, we also had a saboteur, and they actually got sent home first, but nobody knew who the saboteur was, and it was a constant state of paranoia. And it just adding a whole nother level of trying to figure out who it is and just changes your strength strategy it changes your social game you're not able to trust as many people as you were before so I think it just adds a whole new level of just strategy and you know trying to blame it on other people I think it'd be really interesting to see who they would frame yeah exactly I agree um okay so champagne what's your next pick so I actually stole this idea from the challenge is Survivor Battle of the Seasons. And I'm honestly quite surprised that they haven't done this already considering there is 40 seasons of Survivor. But Battle of the Seasons, usually there's about 18 to 20 cast people. So I was thinking we would have four teams and have five people on each. And we could have, you know, any four seasons, really. I know some of the famous ones are like Heroes versus Villains or David versus Goliath. I think we could have some old school teams and then some new school teams. But just seeing what season gets the furthest and seeing where the strategy goes from old school play to new school play. I think it would also be interesting because maybe some of these people saw each other on Winners at War. Who knows? I mean, it could be any four seasons. Yeah, I think this could be a cool way of interdynamics between former enemies, maybe, because on every single Survivor season, you got people that don't like each other and you have people that love each other. So putting people that from previous seasons that maybe didn't like each other would cause a lot of drama. But I think it'd, it'd be a good idea. I saw what you said about new school versus old school. Maybe we could have one season from each decade of Survivor, quote unquote. So like the first 10 seasons, maybe get everyone from season one. Maybe for the second generation, get everyone from Gabon, the third generation, maybe from season 28, Kagayan, and then the fourth generation, the, the new school of them all maybe like David versus Goliath because they had some great characters on that season so I think it's a really good idea and I think it'd be something interesting that we haven't seen before and a good way to get some of our favorite players back on the show 
And I like what you mentioned about bringing back players that might not like each other because this is, at the end of the day, a reality show. And so they're going to bring back maybe a pair of exes, maybe a pair of people who hated each other, maybe bring back two of the strongest allies to see if we can break them up. Are they going to go against each other? Are we going to work together as a tribe or are we going to sabotage each other? I think, oh, I just, I could see so many things happening with this battle of the seasons. I would absolutely love to see it in the future yeah that'd be really interesting to see the next one that i have is also inspired by a previous survivor season um it'd be survivor one world revamped so the original survivor one world i think it was season 23 i believe season 23 24 we saw both tribes live together on one beach competing against each other that was interesting because it was split into boys tribe and a girls tribe and it was all 18 castaways on one beach together to start with but my proposal for a new season would be it's everyone for themselves it kind of be like big brother where there are no tribes everyone's on one beach for all 18 17 vote outs however many it is and i think it'd be really interesting to see how that would change the game of survivor but the one biggest fear for me coming from this kind of idea is we might see that pack mentality that came with modern day big brother you know we saw on a lot of recent seasons that a big alliance comes in and they kind of dominate everybody else however on survivor you have the opposite issue sometimes where sometimes people are too segregated from each other sometimes people go all the way up until the merge without ever meeting each other and that causes relationships that we could have seen blossom work against each other yeah so this is basically big brother but survivor edition and i don't know i'm really interested to see how it would work out and i do agree with you that i think with the voting you have to go with the majority and so i would see that as a fear as well but i think that'd be interesting because sometimes you see teams are dragged down you know you get the dead weight you get the layup you get the weak players but you can't blame anyone but yourself if it's an individual game. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think that'd be interesting to see where everybody stands against who. And are they going to try to go for the weak, easy players? Or are they going to try to get out the strong players? Yeah. And what I like about this idea is that a lot of the times, some of the, our favorites that might not be as physically fit are voted out first, second, third, fourth, because they are weighing their team down in those group challenges. However, we might be able to see some more underdog winners come out of this kind of season because they're not going to be targeted early on for their lack of physical strength. Yeah, it's it's weird to see where people sit because some people are right out of the bat, let's get out the strong players because I don't want to go against them in the finale. Or they're like, you know what, let's just get rid of the dead weight because they're dragging our team down and it won't really upset anyone. Strategy-wise, you probably want to keep the dead weight so then they're a target for next week. So I don't know, there's just so many different strategies to go around. Yeah, I, I think it'd be a really good idea. And then another one I thought of was maybe America versus Canada Battle of the Borders. I thought this would be a really good idea. You could have a tribe of all American citizens and then a tribe of all Canadian citizens. I think that'd be really fun to watch because there's different cultures from every country. A lot of people see America and Canada as very similar. They're also very different and have very different approaches to the game. I don't know if Canada has their own survivor, but I know that they have their own big brother. And I've heard a lot of good things about BBK because they produce really good players and really strategic people. I think maybe we'd see the Canadians be a little bit more strategic, whereas the Americans might be a little bit louder and a little bit more aggressive in their gameplay. 
I literally love this idea. It just brings a whole new level of just diversity. And we saw that with the challenge, World of the Worlds. We got people from coming from everywhere. Yeah, so I think brings a lot of diversity. And it would be interesting to see how do these Canadian players, what is their strategy versus what are these American players and what are they thinking? I think that this would be a really good way because I feel like some of the best Survivor seasons that we've gotten have been divided based on personality or job. So like, for example, Ko Rong and Kagayan were both brains versus bronze versus beauty. David versus Goliath was kind of underdogs versus overachievers. So America versus Canada would be really interesting to see. Yeah, I completely agree. I want to see how they think strategic-wise and how we think strategic-wise. And I've also heard a lot of good things about BB Can. I have not watched a season yet. It's on my bucket list. But I've heard their casting is amazing, like you said. So I don't know. I feel like we could really benefit from this season. And I think it's something that should be in consideration. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go with another pick of mine. I have students versus teachers. So I know that back when Winners at War ended and Jeff Probst announced that they were looking for people 16 plus to apply instead of 18 plus, a lot of people had a lot of speculation that it might be student versus teachers that they're casting for. And I think this is a really cool idea because it kind of takes the millennials versus Gen X, the old versus young to a new level because you could have some young teachers and you could have some old students. So it really depends on what we could see. And I think it would really show us who is better, the teacher or the student. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of can relate this to, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than your teacher? Can you outplay your teacher? And are they going to bring in pairings? Maybe this person doesn't like their teacher. Maybe they're best friends with their teacher. Maybe they've had a horrible history. Like there's, there's so much drama that could be also added into this season, which I think is really interesting to think of. And I also wonder why they did the age limit from 18 to 16. I think that is very interesting. Maybe just to get a larger pool of the younger generation? I have no idea. I think that they wanted some more 18-year-olds. Maybe this is like the more like logical approach, but like the casting process takes a long time sometimes. So if someone applies when they're 16, they could start competing when they turn 18. So that could also be another reason for it. Mm, yeah, but I don't know. I think it brings outside relationships into Survivor. And I, I think it'd be super interesting to see how it would pan out. And if one side would completely dominate the other side. And then my next season, I actually got from the challenge as well. So the challenge, they did a series of the challengers versus pros where they took the top, you know, big dogs from the challenge and they put them to the test against pro athletes, Olympic athletes. The challenge is much more luxurious than Survivor. I think Survivor would be a lot harder to accomplish. I mean, you're living off barely any shelter, barely any food. And these pros, I mean, they need that food to fuel their body. So I think it would be interesting. And just, you know, we got Lolo Jones. She was already on Big Brother and The Challenge. Maybe we could see a Survivor returning cast go against Lolo Jones or like Olympic medalists or ice skaters or anything. I think it'd be super interesting to see, you know, the pros, they think they're professionals, they're better, but are they? I mean, Survivor is its own different category. So I think it'd be really interesting to see. Exactly. I know that Survivor is a very physical game compared to Big Brother maybe or other reality shows, but I think that a lot of those pros might come in with a chip on their shoulder. But 
those pros, when they compete, they have food, they have water, they have proper training. That's all goes out the window when you go on Survivor. So it'd be really interesting to see how that plays out. If you put some of the best strategic legends from Survivor up against those physical threats from professional sports, I think that those pros might get stomped on by the Survivor people in terms of strategy. So it'd be interesting to see that as well. Exactly. Like, Survivor and people from the challenge, like, they're manipulative and they can just talk you into stuff. And I feel like that's the advantage that the pros don't have. Yeah, the pros might be physically more strong, have better endurance, but it's also the mental game and the strategic game and the social game. So I don't know, it's kind of a balance for me, but I think the survivor would be a lot more challenging than the challenge would be. Yeah. Okay. So my next pick, I know this is one we both had picked out. I think it'd be interesting to see survivor rivals where you could take people from previous seasons that had rivalries and uh, pin them against each other. So people like uh, RC versus Abby Maria from the Philippines, Francesqua versus Philip from Redemption Island, Dominic versus Chris Noble from Ghost Island, Laura and Shambo from Samoa, maybe Sierra and Tyson from Token Teens. John Robert and Courtney from China, or even Eliza and Twyla from Vanuatu, or Corinne and Sugar from Gabon. A lot of those are really legendary rivalries that have unfolded across the 40 seasons of Survivor. So to see those people back on the island against each other, it'd be so cool to see what would play out and all the, the drama that would unfold. And some people just in real life hold a grudge and some people can let go very easily. Some of these rivalries might still have that grudge against them and it might have been 10 years ago, it might have been 15 years ago, it might have been two years ago. So it'd be interesting to see, have they matured? Are they still over it? Will they still never get along? There's so many factors. And like we see in the challenge, you want a good partnership. And I think that's kind of a make or break for your team, that team dynamic and working together well. I think communication is super important in these challenges. And if you don't have good communication, you're still arguing, you're not going to go far. So, I mean, these legendary rivals, I think it'd be super interesting to see, are they over it or are they still holding this grudge against them? Yeah. And I think we could see a lot of dynamics of either we're going to work together or we're going to work against each other. I know there's some of these rivalries that were kind of really heated during the game, but then after the game, they kind of chilled out. Like I know in Ghost Island, Chris Noble and Dominic, they hated each other. They were after each other. And then Dominic was the reason that Chris was voted out. But then in the end of the game, Chris voted for Dominic. And had Chris not voted for Dominic to win the game, they wouldn't, there would have never been that tie vote that we saw. So it'd be so cool to see how they would work together because they could potentially work together now that Chris ended up voting to give Dominic a million dollars. But then the opposite goes for RC and Abby Maria. RC had been invited on to Survivor Second Chance, which Abby Maria was also going to be on, and RC turned down going on that season of Survivor specifically because she did not want to play with Abby Maria again. So if they could somehow get those two back on a Survivor season together again, it would be insane. And I love Abby Maria. I think she adds so much drama and so much, I don't know, entertainment value to the show. So to see her back and beefing with RC would be hilarious to watch as a viewer. I think you brought up a really good point that they could go against each other. They could go into tribal and say, hey, I actually want my partner out. I'm not sure how the dynamics would go in the game, but like we see in the challenge, 
Devin wanted Tori out, and that's exactly how he executed it. So I think it'd be interesting to see, are these rivals going to work together, or are they going to strategically get their partner out because they can't stand them? And we see a lot of people say, separate personal from game. So I think that would put it to the test. Can you separate your personal issues for the strategic game, or is that going to just destroy your game and ultimately lead to your demise? Yeah, actually, this is probably my favorite on the list. Out of all of the returning players, First Boots is cool, I guess. Um, another Blood vs. Water might be cool, but I think Rivals would be so interesting and so fun to watch as a viewer because uh, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if they're going to work together or work against each other. And, like, for example, Corinne and Sugar. Corinne's speech against Sugar at the Final Tribal Council was probably one of the most memorable speeches at the Final Tribal Council. She told her that you need antidepressants so no one can talk about your dead dad anymore. It was so heated that Sugar flicked her off in the middle of Tribal Council. So to see those two go back at it again would once again be hilarious to watch. Just, I mean... Like, at the end of the day, this is a reality show, and this would make great TV. And I'm honestly quite shocked that this hasn't happened yet. Maybe the casting was just too hard to get these, you know, rivals together. But I could see this very well being a great season in the future. So my next pick, going off of Survivors versus Pros, there was also another one, Survivor versus Stars. And this is kind of like a wish list. I mean, this is probably not likely going to happen but I think it'd be cool to see survivor players you know the best strategic players go against stars actors actresses artists singers songwriters influencers like I said how realistic is this going to be but we did see it on the challenge we saw champs versus stars and we've got Hennessy which is Cardi B's little sister on the show and we got so many just legendary stars I mean we got Drake from Drake and Josh on the challenge I don't know it's kind of a far stretch but um I just think it would be very iconic to have these survivor players going against stars and having these stars have to live like survivors like no food hardly any shelter so just seeing that drastic change and seeing how they can evolve from going luxurious living to barely living at all yeah and i know that survivor has a lot of pretty famous fans i know doja cat likes survivor tyler perry's a fan of survivor jimmy fallon's a fan of survivor sia is a huge fan of survivor these are all really huge stars i don't know if those stars would ever go on survivor but if we could see any even any one of those people on our screens on the island starving that'd be hilarious to watch so another one that i have this is inspired by previous seasons would potentially be millennials versus gen z so i know in the past we've seen millennials versus gen x and in season uh, 21 we saw old versus young but to have millennials versus gen z would be so fun to watch because as a member of gen z myself we would compete so different from all the other people that have been on Survivor in the past. And I know a lot of times Survivor kind of cast these young people who aren't very smart, like Natalie from Redemption Island was just Boston Rob's goat who he controlled throughout the entire season. But then you saw in, in season 21 and in Millennials vs. Gen X, I'm not going to spoil it, but a young person won the season on both of those seasons. So it'd be really fun to see how that would play out because Millennials aren't really that old yet. Millennials are probably still in their late 20s uh, to 30s now. So to see 18-year-olds to 23-year-olds that are in Gen Z go up against head-to-head -head with Millennials, I think that'd be so entertaining to watch. 
Absolutely. Just the way we are so different from any other generation. And I think that goes with every generation is different from the next. But seeing just that generational change, it's a battle. What's the best generation? I think we would both be biased and say our own generation. But I think that would be super interesting. And I don't know. I would love to see that season. And then so my next season, which I think everyone would watch anyone who's a fan of a reality tv show i think this would get so many streams i would love to see this but kind of like battle of the seasons but battle of the shows i mean and i'm thinking we would have four tribal teams and have about five players on each team and we can have you know the survivor ogs we could have big brother ogs the challenge ogs and we can have the amazing race and it would be interesting because there are some people that could be cast and they've been on multiple shows we got natalie who actually started on the amazing race and then she went to survivor and now she was on the challenge and then we have someone like casey who was also on the challenge or you have Polly, who was pretty much hated on both the challenge and Big Brother. So I think if we had this battle of the shows and we had a couple people who were casted to a couple people who were casted that were also on other shows, I think it would be, bring a just different dynamic of do you want to work with your team or do you want to sabotage your team? Do you want to work with people from the Survivor team, the Amazing Race? Just a lot of different strategies going on. Yeah, because all four of these kinds of shows have different approaches. You know, I know that in The Amazing Race, they had something similar to this where they had Big Brother versus Survivor versus The Amazing Race competitors. So it'd be interesting to see how it would be with the challenge added into that. I know on the challenge, they've mentioned how people from Big Brother act this way. People from Survivor play the game this way. So everyone has a different approach to the game. So to see these people all from different kind of... Uh, games come up against each other on Survivor, which is a whole different arena than the rest, to see them compete against each other would be really fun to watch as a, as a viewer. And like I said before, Survivor is a whole different game. I mean, we're talking Big Brother. Yeah, they get put on slop. Yeah, they can have, you know, their beds that they don't like. And the challenge is pretty luxurious. And the Amazing Race, they're just constantly in heat. They probably haven't, you know, they're running all day. They're probably tired. But Survivor is just a whole new game. I mean, you got limited shelter. You're sleeping in the rain. I mean, you have to literally fight to get food. So I almost feel like Survivor players uh, returning back would just have an overall advantage. But it would just be interesting to see how these different shows would adapt. And I actually want to mention, I forgot about this. The challenge actually did, I think it was season like 17 or 18, But the challenge actually did the challenge The Island. And it actually got a lot of hate, but it was like season where it was pretty much the challenge but survivor version. I don't know. It kind of got a lot of hate because it was saying it was too much like Survivor. So I feel like if Survivor actually hosted this with the different shows, it'd be interesting to see, you know, how everyone's strategy is and if they could live with, you know, limited shelter and limited food. Yeah, and I think the the pairings that you could have would be insane. Like, we could see Devon go up against Kelly Wentworth from Survivor. You could see Cody Calafuri go up against Tony. It would just be so crazy to see these people that we love from different shows 
battling against each other. And maybe we could have cameos from the hosts of other shows. We could see Julie Chen walking on the beaches of Fiji. We could see TJ Labrum from the challenge walking up to host a reward challenge. You know, the amount of variations that you could do with this kind of season would be really fun to watch. And I would love to watch that. Yeah, and out of all my seasons, this is definitely my go-to. That would be my absolute favorite. And I just, like we see on Big Brother with Slop, it changes your limited food. It changes how you act. It changes you mentally. You're groggy. You're down. It'd be interesting to see that that is the new way of living. But it'd be interesting to see how everyone would adapt and change their strategy or change their approach to try to match the living of Survivor. Everyone's strategy might be turned around from what they're used to from their original shows. Yeah, all right, so then moving on to another one that we might like to see is Survivor Battle of the Exes. I know this is another one that you and I both thought of on our own. To see previous Survivor couples that were on the show together maybe, or maybe even uh, they became relationships and out of the show. So to see those against each other would be so fun to see maybe uh we already saw it on winners that were michelle and wendell we could see kara and dan from david versus goliath or steven fishback from token teens and courtney yates from china would be a crazy funny duo to see uh, maybe ethan from africa and jenna from um, amazon ozzy and amanda both met on micronesia that'd be really fun to watch maybe figgy and taylor from millennials versus gen x who taylor and figgy both of their games were sunk because of the relationship that they had with each other That was just to name a few. So having couples, once again, the dynamic between exes, will they work together? Will they work against each other? We saw in Winners at War, Michelle and Wendell, they worked together. They used it to their benefit. Wendell ended up getting voted out pretty early on, right at the merge. However, when they had the opportunity to work together, Wendell voted out one of his own alliance members to keep Michelle in the game. But yeah, no, Battle of the Exes, we actually saw that on the challenge twice or three times and we saw a lot of you know relationships sunk and I want to actually point out CT and DM which is an iconic the challenge couple and you know they were together in real life and then came back on the show as exes and you just see their relationship evolve into something that's so beautiful and just you really want to root for them so we could I mean time has passed some of these people have been into new relationships you know maybe they're married now maybe they have kids and so but maybe some of them are still on the table they're still single maybe they you know use that to their advantage or they want to get rid of them as soon as possible so I think this would be another season just like Rivals where it'd be interesting to see you know the two couples work together or go against each other exactly it'd be fun to watch Okay, so our last pick that we want to see that I have is Survivor Legends. I'm sure everyone um, has speculated about this in the past. I know, I think season 40 was originally supposed to be Legends, but then they switched it to winners um, once they realized how many winners they could get. So to see people like Suri, Wentworth, Tony, maybe Richard Hatch, uh, Sandra, Russell, Rob, Jerry, so many people, um, old school, new school, I want to see all of them back on my screen, battling it out to see who is the most legendary Survivor player. This could be the most iconic season that we've seen. Because we saw on Winners at War, not every single time that you have a winner are they the best that season, if that makes sense, the best strategist. And I'm not saying that a winner doesn't deserve it. I think every person who wins a show does deserve it. But sometimes there are people who could have 
who played a better game that were voted out too soon, those people might come back on Legends and do a really good game because we saw winners at war that people weren't really against Tony. You know, people like Kim, who was against Tony, was voted out pretty early on at the merge because Tony knew that she was after him. Everyone else kind of just followed him like a mob. They just kind of listened to him besides Michelle and Natalie, who ended up taking down that alliance towards the end of the season. But then Tony still won. So to see a bunch of legends back together battling against each other would be really entertaining to watch. And basically, it's like survival of the fittest. Who is the fit out of everyone here? And I agree, all these people are legends. And I think, you know, we also tried to see that with Big Brother. We wanted to see Dan. We wanted to see Will. We wanted to see Derek. We wanted to see all these big names. And unfortunately, they were just not on our screen. We wanted to see Vanessa, who easily should have won her season. And so I think just in legend season, I know Winners at War was still amazing, but just to see these big names, you know, when you think of Survivor, you think of these people. And to have all of those people battling it out would be just epic. And I hope that this could happen. I feel like it'd be kind of hard to cast maybe, but no, I would love this idea. And then a couple honorable mentions before we go to our one that we don't want to see that I just thought of right now. Things like Second Chance 2, things like Heroes vs. Villains 2, or Fans vs. Favorites 3. All of those things, we didn't originally talk about them just because those are actual ideas that have already happened, but I would love to see them again. So now, moving in to our one thing that we don't want to see personally, I don't want to see a Back to the Basics season. I know a lot of people have said that they wanted to see a Back to the Basics season, but I've been going back and forth between old school and new school seasons, binging them on CBS All Access, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm a new school fan. I'm a new school guy. I love having idols. I love advantages. I love the tribe swap. Without those things, Survivor kind of gets stale. You've seen on some of the older seasons, it's kind of hit or miss. You never know if there might be a pagonging, quote unquote, where every single person just gets voted out one by one by one because they didn't have the numbers at the merge. And that's going to happen with a back to the basic seasons. It'd be pretty underwhelming to not have idols because some of the most legendary moments in Survivor have come from idol plays. We've had Wentworth idling out Savage. You had, this is another unpopular opinion, but I loved seeing Karishma idol out Elizabeth. You have idol plays that really make up some of the most iconic Survivor moments. So to just cut that out for a back to the basic season, in my opinion, would be pretty underwhelming as a viewer. No, I agree. And I think, you know, Big Brother tries to do this too, the challenge. Every season, they try to put in a new twist, something we haven't seen before, something that's going to make the audience just be extremely on the edge of their seat. And I agree. I love idols. I love advantages. It just adds a whole new level. And I love being blindsided. When you're down at Tribal and I get blindsided as a viewer, that is amazing to me. And just to see everyone else being blindsided by either an idol, an advantage, I I mean, I couldn't ask for anything more as a viewer, just to be on my seat, not knowing what's going next. And I do agree, if you don't have those, it's just, it's just very bland and it's not as exciting to watch. Mm-hmm, exactly. And I know a lot of people want that kind of back to the basic season because it would get rid of the things how Serene Game Changers was idled out because everyone had an idol. All five people either had an idol or had immunity, so she went home by default. So 
That was a little bit hard to see because I love Suri and she was robbed, but now Survivor has caught up with that and they now have expiring idols. We saw that in season 39 and season 40 where there was idols that if you got them, you could only play them for one, two, or three tribal councils. So to see that, I would love it. Maybe they should chill out a little bit with some of the advantages, like the idol nullifier. Maybe make it stop at the top eight because how Janet in season 39, she would have won that season and we could have seen the heroic run of Janet to the victory, except her idol was nullified by Dean of all people. So it really just, that was a moment as a viewer where I was like, ugh, are you serious? Like I couldn't have seen someone like Dean go home. I forgot who was voted for, but it would have just been really fun to see. So maybe chill out with the advantages and continue making these rules to limit the advantages and the power of them. But I think keeping them would really still make the game of Survivor what it is. I agree. Like, sometimes I feel like in Big Brother and other reality shows, they just give out powers for power's sake. There's no real reason behind them, and it's just a little bit extra. I know they try to keep us on our feet, but, you know, the idols and advantages are enough. I mean, I don't see, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Alright, that wraps up for our future Survivor seasons that we would like to see. You can find me on TikTok at allthingsreality and Lath at lolathe. That is at L-O-L-A-I-T-H. Let us know your thoughts of this list. Yeah, so later this week, we're going to be posting another challenge episode recap, so keep an eye out for that. And if you're liking our content, let us know. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, because if we keep getting those five-star ratings and we can keep that five-star rating up, um, it'll push us out to a new audience and we can expand um, to more reality TV lovers. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you later in the week for our challenge episode recap and review. Thanks, guys. Thanks.